Um, so John Cena's his brother because John Cena and Vin Diesel look alike, don't they? Vin Diesel just went, <laughs> just saw John Cena walking in, barely fitting through the fucking doorway, and just went, "Yeah, he could be my brother." Oh, I don't have my Bodum cup. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. If you're watching us on the YouTube stream, hello, YouTube. Wave, everyone. Wave. Wave. <laughs> if you're joining us and listening to us on the podcast, on the audio, wherever that's coming from, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, we don't mind. Thank you very much for listening to us. Now, today we're going to be looking at a very, very interesting subject. It is the human memory, or at least the human memory's effect on the plots of films that you've seen at one point, but you don't really remember what was going on. That's right, we're going to be looking at badly remembered films. But before we get stuck in, I thought it would be very nice to introduce the rest of the Too Much Time on Our Hands team. So, hello Dan. Hello, happy We Shot Wednesday. (laughs) Hello Duncan. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks, Tom, because I am drinking this uh, Stormtrooper, my last original Stormtrooper beer, Light Speed Pilsner. So it's your last one. Want, it's my last one, Thank so it's not doing that. it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, this plot line is going to die now. And hello, oh, no. Russ. Did anyone get that whole bit where I just spurted beer everywhere? Was that by the point when we were live? No, we'd moved on to... Um, Saying hello to Russ. Hello, Russ. <laughs> I'll, 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 just take, I'll just take what Duncan said as my hello. Excellent. Brilliant. Well, <laughs> hello to all of you out there. As I said, we're going to be looking at badly remembered films. A long time ago, we looked at such classics as The Flight of the Navigator, Basic Instinct, various other films. And this week, we're going to be looking at a few each. So I'm going to hand over to Dan to give us a little bit of a follow-up on my introduction. Dan. Not, much, not much more to say. So what we've done is we've each compiled... Uh, four films, I think we might we might get through four. We've got some films, basically, to at least three films um, that we have have to have seen them. That's a key factor, right? Yeah. Like you can't just say I don't know what happens in this film because I haven't watched it. You have to have seen it, but you just have to like have a passing knowledge on what actually happens in the film. Um, so what we're then going to do is we're going to discuss what we think happens in the film. Um, I've I've got mostly bullet points in some, and I've also got nothing written for a couple, so that might be entertaining as well. Um, <laughs> and um, and then we'll have a discussion what actually happens in the film with people that might actually know. So if you're in the chat and you know what happens in the film, feel free to to join in the conversation. But wait till we've we've gone through our whole list because you know we might get to it at some point. Absolutely, feel free to join in at home. We're going to have a lot of fun. Oh yes, yeah. and it's a it's a fairly long winded way of saying. We're going to talk about some films. But it doesn't doesn't scan as well, does it? Films that we don't remember, and I've specifically gone for ones that I feel like I should remember. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like... I like to think of myself as a Bond fan. So naturally I think to myself, I should be able to remember the plots of pretty much all the Bond mm. films. But there are some Bond films that, that plot defy logic and... Well, we're going to prove that tonight, I would imagine, at some point. There are some Bond films that don't really have a plot. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that is also true. That's also very true. Very mm. astute, Russ. Very astute. Um, so, who's going to go first? Shall I? Shall I pick someone? Shall I just do a, a random light? Yeah. Okay. Ta- so, ta- ta- uh, uh, it's Russ. It landed on Russ. Right. Which one should I go with first? Oh, this. Is, so this is one that I saw popping up on like the EPG. And it's one of those ones where you think. I would definitely watch that. I will sit down and I will not do what I was going to do for the next couple of hours. I'm going to watch that instead. I'm going to have a great time. Mm. Uh, so this film is, I think at its core, this film is a, is, is a, is a love story. It's a love story between a father and a son who aren't actually father and son, but they still just love each other too much. It's kind of the ultimate expression of, and celebration of unbridled masculinity that you will that you will ever see. There is no problem that is encountered in this movie that can't be solved just by taking a hunking great man and throwing him at it. <laughs> it's kind of a rejection of sort of technology and science and the more sort of what we call the namby pamby arts and how that really you should just deal with everything by using a wrench larger than a cow. And um, apparently at one point there's a woman in it, but I don't remember that. I mean, I know what film you're talking about, by the way. This is a film where characters express themselves and they emote. They don't don't cry. What happens is the pure testosterone just builds up in them to the point where it starts leaking out of their eyeballs. This transporter. uh, That's that's pretty much all I remember about it. It's not the transporter, no. Um, can I can I ask some questions, Russ? You can. Um, is this notorious for having a director's commentary where one of the actors uh, sits there basically asking what the point of the film is? <laughs> I believe so. Yeah, but it's because they were they were so method about it that they just didn't really engage their brain. Because apparently, at no point in this film does anybody do that. I believe the actor even at some point says and i think this might give it away hang on why didn't they just train astronauts to be miners yeah that, <laughs> yeah. that is the whole armageddon that's the moment where like that's no, deep impact isn't it the uh oh this film doesn't need to exist actually does it moment. <laughs> why did they train miners to be astronauts like notoriously one of the most difficult things you can do mm-hmm. so, yeah armageddon absolutely fucking belter of a movie it is even if it is ridiculous in like every sense there is nothing about it that is not beyond ridiculous mm. so so um, what is, what is it about you use of slow motion mm. always always a plus what is it that you badly remember about it Mm. Oh, nothing. I, I just like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, to be fair, I mean, the, the, the whole yeah. arc is basically uh Ben Affleck wanting to get into Liv Tyler's knickers. And he has to go to no, space. No, no, absolutely incorrect. There the is that. Is Ben Affleck desperately wanting Bruce Willis to give him a hug and tell him that he loves him? Yeah, yeah. That's 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 more the case. Yeah. If anything, if anything, yeah. he's he's um his relationship with Liv Tyler is there because he wants to be closer to to Bruce Willis. Yeah, I get. I don't I remember any women that. being in this mm. movie, and if there were, they were completely superfluous. They were um, superfluous Liv, Liv Tyler spends the whole film crying. As far as I remember, and running in slow motion, but yeah. in high heels. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, slapping her hand against monitors. Yeah. Oh, um, and a Steve Buscemi doesn't play a paedophile in this, so that's nice. And, that's a bonus, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's got, got one as an and. 
Yeah. And it got one of the best lines where the uh, token Russian astronaut goes, uh, what is it, American, Russian, it's all made in China. It was quite a funny line, and I tidy ruined it. But it was always funny. Especially topical these days, mm. especially mm. that war on trade. Uh. So, yeah, I, I, I fucking love Armageddon. I would never, like, admit to paying money to go and see it anywhere or buying it, but if that pops up on... <clears throat> You know, film, film four, it's not real film four, is it? Well, let's face it, ITV2. And now, in a change from our regular like, programming with it. Francois Truffaut series, here's <laughs> Armageddon. We did go to, to the cinema. When, to I'm, see when that. I'm casually flicking between, you know, film four, BBC four, all the fours. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you'll accidentally slip into the, the murky mire of ITV. Yeah. And, uh, when, when, uh, when you finish watching the ballet, mm. uh, then you can uh, just pop on uh, Armageddon and. Uh, yeah. We we did go to the cinema. I think we went Four. more <laughs> than once. I did, so I I didn't see Armageddon in the cinema, which I do feel is a shame. But I don't think it's one of those movies that has enough cultural cachet to get like a twenty five year re release in <laughs> like you know remastered for Dolby surround sound like uh, Scott Pilgrim is at the moment. I you never know. That. They did it with Top Gun. They did it at Jurassic Park. Mm. So we'll see. Oh, there will definitely be. Armageddon 2, where Ben Affleck's the father figure. Yeah, Armageddon 2, Armageddon out of here. Directed by Kevin Smith. (laughs) uh, Tom, you see, you should be naming films, because Mm. I still have a bee in my bonnet about, for starters, the the one that everyone's talking about at the moment, the documentary on Netflix called uh, Seaspiracy or something, oh, whatever it's called. And it should don't. just be Conspiracy. Don't, do yeah, not yeah. let Duncan start talking about that movie. Okay, I'm not going because, to. Okay, so maybe on. If you are a scientist <laughs> and involved in the marine world at all, apparently it absolutely outrages you. Um, and Fury! The, the one that really Fuck annoys me is the one that Dan Harmon pointed out, which is the sequel to Now You See Me should have been called Now You Don't. Yeah. So yeah, what, what would you have called Seaspiracy? Conspiracy. Conspiracy, yeah. which oh, was, conspiracy. is far yeah, better. You know that, though, right, Russ? You're just taking the piss, yeah? No, I, I, I just didn't hear you and didn't think about it at all. Okay, well, I've, I I've, I've, I've been thinking about it, so, you know, that's been happening. Or like, see no evil. You know, yeah. Hear no evil, see no evil. See, that's why you like. need to be. That's why you need a Tom in the room for these. That's why you need a Tom yeah. in the room. Yeah, to yeah. tell them not to bother making conspiracy. Oh, you see, conspiracy. You see, I don't actually care about the film. Shit, it's some buckwit from Kent going off, going. No, I'm enlightened. Twat. No, 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 no. I don't care about the film. I care about the title. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's it. The title's bad. Bad, bad, bad. Right, who's next? Uh, who, who wants to go next? I've got badly remembered film. Like, I, I think this is going to be a mishmash of things tonight, and I'm I'm, I'm cool with it. So let's just let's just go with it. So I started thinking about films that I saw maybe once or twice that I really liked. Uh, distinctly remember talking about like at school about how much I liked them, and now now can't remember what actually happens in the films. Because some of these films, I don't see how they can stretch them to even an hour and a half. So let's start with one that I definitely loved. And I distinctly remember saying that I think it was my favourite film at the time. Uh, it's Speed. Um, so here's what I've got. Keanu Reeves is a cop. 
He's mates with Jeff Daniels, who is also a cop. Uh, they go for a drink. They talk about being cops. Um, then Jeff Daniels is 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 on a case where he ends up trying to arrest Dennis Hopper, but Dennis Hopper blows up his car, and I think with Jeff Daniels in it, or a lift or something. I can't quite you remember. You have not seen Speed for a very long time. No, yeah, I can't. To be fair, I can't remember what happens that no. way. He I does mean, die, you doesn't are, he? You're, you're, you're <laughs> very wrong on a lot of points here. Anyway, he knows that Keanu's onto him. So he puts a bomb on a bus and Diamond the Keanu gets on the bus and gets Sandra Bullock to drive it about 50 miles an hour. Um, and then it can't go below 50 miles an hour because otherwise the bomb oh, you, you remember off. that bit then, do you? That's like the main plot of the film, right? I've got like the tagline, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like the tagline, oh God, don't... don't oh God, don't go under 50 or the bus don't, will blow up. Don't go under yeah. 50. Get, get Keanu <laughs> on the bus with Sandra on the bus, driving the bus. Yeah. So now, Sandra's speed. Sandra's on a bus. <laughs> so now Keanu and Sandra are on a bus that's got to stay above 50 miles an hour. Dennis Hopper calls, and I quote, um, pop quiz hotshot. There's a bomb on the bus. What are you going to do about it? Pop quiz? Yeah. Will you A? Yeah. Anyway, they drive a bus next to their bus. And then they yeah. start getting everyone off the bus. Yeah. Um, and this is when Dennis Hopper, who was calling from an apartment, escapes. But they chase him on a subway train, I seem to remember, after they daringly escape the bus before it blows up. Um, Sandra and Keanu, they make it off bus just as it explodes and then chase Hopper through a train, I've written here. And then I think the train crashes through a wall as well because they obviously had some extra budget or something. That's speed in my in my eyes. Am I wrong? Actually, wow. The bus yeah. blows up an aeroplane. The bus blows up an aeroplane. You forgot the whole lift bit. The bus blows up an aeroplane. Oh, of course they fly. Yes. Okay. What's the lift bit? The lift bit is why Dennis Hopper is pissed off with them. Okay. So the first thing that happens mm. is Keanu Reeves, I keep wanting to say Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Daniels, mm. are in the SWAT team that's called to a building where there's a hostage situation because somebody has trapped a bunch of people in the lift and is mm. going to blow the emergency brakes unless they get loads of money. And that okay. is Dennis Hopper. That's the job that he's planned. Uh, and they foil uh... him using a little crane to hold the lift up. But he escapes. I think shoots Jeff, what's his face, in the leg, doesn't he? How does Keanu get on the bus? That's the bit I'm, I'm still quite confused about. The bus hasn't even happened yet. I think he just he's going somewhere. Keanu he's doesn't like, get on the bus. He does. He's, he's definitely just... on the bus. Yeah. So so he, he's trying to do this this elevator job, and he's they they go foil him. He's going to go visit The pop Jeff, quiz thing is something that Keanu Reeves and uh, Jeff Daniels say to each other. What? Oh, is it? Me, oh, me and that's why it's relevant like, when he calls him. Pop quiz. You're you've got a there's a hostage with a a, a gunman with a hostage. You're a hundred mm. yards away. What do you do? That kind of like it's like they're chucking scenarios at mm. each other. So it's nothing about a bus. They don't like kind of go, no. see you on the bus, buddy. So they, they rescue all the hostages. He shoots him. Mm. Oh, that's it. He's got, Dennis Hopper's got, what's his face? Daniel, Jeff Daniels with a gun to his head. <laughs> Daniel Jeff Daniels is my favourite actor. Shoots his own partner in the leg. For some reason that makes Dennis Hopper drop him. I suppose he's no use as a hostage anymore. Oh, yeah. And uh, he runs away. So then he's all pissed off with them. That's why he does the, the bus thing. Jeff Daniels does sure. die, though, doesn't he? Yeah, later on. 
What, from a leg wound? No. Yeah, they just leave it. They, Dennis Hopper's <laughs> booby-trapped his own house. So when, like, oh. Jeff Daniels is off doing, like, detective stuff, they work out who he is. He gets in through a window. House, a little PIR sensor goes off and then the house blows up. He goes oh, in through yeah. a window, doesn't he? They, they go in through a window so, yeah. and he's, like, standing there with his MP5. And then I seem to remember him in the SWAT suit but no mask. They're literally just yeah. maskless. Yeah, they see the little infrared sensor go, and he he, he looks at it and he just sort of goes, and then the house blows up. Pop quiz. Mm. And then yeah. he's just he he's in a film with um with uh, Jim and Carrey. Mm. With who? No. Jim Carrey, Jeff Daniels. Oh uh, yeah, mm. that's right. Mm. Yeah, bomb and, and bomber. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> just the whole bus shenanigans. They like the bus shenanigans. They, you can't just gloss over the bus shenanigans. That's the whole well, point yeah, of the film. Well, yeah, they're driving around. They yeah. fake the CCTV camera. <laughs> oh, that's hidden yeah. On the bus. They like loop thirty seconds of it. So while they're broadcasting that, they load everybody off the bus. Do you get they the feeling? The bus, bus hits a plane. It explodes. Um, I remember because he notices on the train for some reason. He notices on the looped feed mm. a glitch. Someone's, glitch. Like yeah, someone's handbag, handbag like or, hand something. or something. Yeah. That's it. And it keeps appearing and disappearing. And he goes, no, and blows it. <clears throat> Do you get the feeling they had the idea for the film, then started making the film before they actually started writing the film? Before they were like, actually, this is going to be quite difficult to make interesting. What are we doing here? We don't know, but we've got a bus and it won't stop. I love they it. Do, they like, do something with it. They ba- they figure it out from the watch. It's the watch yeah, that is the, the key the watch because they figure out he's... the bomb is his police department retirement present because he yep. used to be a police um, bomb, bomb disposal dis- technician. Um, yeah, that that all rings a bell now. That, that makes sense. The uh, film I haven't seen is Speed Two, which apparently is better than people think it is. That can't be true. Yeah, I don't think that's true. There is no way putting boat. a bomb on a boat can be exciting in the sense that you want a boat this you want to make a boat exciting? Sideways down a canal. That's how you make a boat exciting. <laughs> What's it called? It's <laughs> it's speed two cruise control, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which so is like, apparently it's actually quite good. Who told so, you this? I I've don't know. I've not seen it. I actually did start watching. I can't remember why I didn't finish watching it. It's not because it was bad. I just can't well, see, remember. The reason why. everyone takes the piss out of it is that a cruise ship is going at like 20 miles an hour tops in the sea with nothing else to hit. So, <laughs> so the, sort of the immediate stakes of the bus herring through downtown LA at 50 miles an hour are. Yeah, but it's heading straight for a port. It still crashes into yeah, a port. Yeah, but it's like a very long way away. Speed yeah, oh, two, does, cruise control. It does crash into the port at the end, and there's people running around going, "Ah!" But this has been going to happen for like two days. Mm-hmm. Why are there still people that go? Yeah, it's still coming straight the, for us. We should probably the, go and run at some point. It's because actually, also the bad guys are on the cruise ship. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they've got GPS, haven't they? They'd know if there was a cruise ship that wasn't responding and was heading. Yeah, like it's fairly easy to tell, surely. Where, yeah, where it a, really is a, a cruise ship is yeah it's yeah. called ai it was automatic identification identification system ais there's a whole uh website called marine traffic which i highly recommend yeah, I, if- and and a few months ago you would have been impressing everybody with that but we all know about marine tracker now because everyone's been looking at that boat in the canal so i was going to say that that is <laughs> the most traffic, boring but- thing that's ever happened when someone says to you there is a massive container vessel hmm. literally barking the Suez Canal. So funny. And then when you see that they dug it out with one small JCB, 
<laughs> you kind of go, hmm. And I loved the memes that were going around at the time where it was like a woman and a man lying in bed facing opposite directions. She's going, in her thought bubble, it says, I bet she's thinking, of, I bet he's thinking about other women. And in his thought bubble, there's <laughs> a picture of the thing sideways and him just going, it doesn't look stuck. <laughs> Did anyone see the video of the... Because it was one of the tug... There was a, either a tugboat or something. The crew celebrating when they mm. were one of the ones helping uh, remove it. The first time, the first thing I thought when I saw that stuck was like, well, that skipper's uh, lost his job, hasn't he? He's not working again. He's going to have to... <laughs> don't, don't bring this down. This is the best thing that's happened this year, and I like to enjoy it. I don't yeah, want to think don't about know, people bringing it down. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. It is hilarious. The best. I still think the best thing was that that tweet that just said the the first the first uh, captain through has the opportunity to do the funniest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> um, so it just it, it's amazing. Like you hear stories apparently like they're meeting up for like movie nights and stuff because there's like three hundred boats behind. I don't. I mean, I yeah. I don't see how you can get a suspenseful movie out of this. Well, out of speed two cruise control. No, out. Sorry, I thought out, speed out of two sewers control. Canal. It's speed three. Yeah, it? yeah, there is a speed three though. No, there's not. Isn't there? No. I thought they. Oh, no, was that was just Ted. So You're thinking I, of I the love, net. Now so, that. Oh, what? sorry, Tom. No, no, I was just going to say. I'm just trying to think how they would stylize it. Like they would. It would be like speed three. Mm. It would like, be SP33D, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh, and then yeah. Suez three. would have a three in it instead of the E. And then Blocked would have an E, a three instead of the E. Suez Blocked. Blocked Suez. Blocked Suez. Suez? So naturally, Speed 3 would have to be on a plane, right? You can't land the plane until... Well, no, but we're going, you're getting bigger and slower each time. So you've gone from bus, already, as vehicles go, a big relatively slow. big, slow vehicle, yeah. to f- fairly small cruise ship. Yeah. Like, it, was, it, was, it wasn't like the, one of those sort of hotels that float that you see. Sandra was Bullock was like the a, bus driver, though, wasn't she? On. But yeah, I think the only logical step is to go, like... What about the ISS? <laughs> that moves far too quickly. That's if like this, fifteen thousand kilometers a second, isn't it? I think the bus well, driver gets shot. Mm. Yeah, it's going insane. It's, it's in orbit. It's going very quickly. <laughs> it gets around those, the whole planet. Yeah, like it's uh, have you not? Must just be geezers of bullets. It's, like, it's ah! going to be in the next Fast and Furious. You can see it drift around the planet. Yeah. I, I would yeah. say it'd be like a, a tractor or something. Tractor would be good. Yeah, or like one Combine of those harvester. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or like one of those ridiculous, you know, those mining machines that basically just chews up a whole mountain at once with the what, big yeah. wheels. What well, about well, like wicked. the uh, the Channel Tunnel boring machines? Or yeah. the um, yeah. already boring the, the, the thing <laughs> that carries the space shuttle to the launch pad from the vertical. There you go. <laughs> I can't moves stop. Like Point three it's miles keep going. <laughs> Yeah. If this this mobile launch <laughs> movie is as he drops below zero point two miles a day. It's just, it's just the pad. There's not there's not a space shuttle on it. Just yeah. literally just the pad. And it zooms in and you see a tiny loads Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Clipboards just watching it. Yeah. <laughs> just standing yeah. standing yeah. in front of it, just walking backwards yeah. slowly. In a week or two. <laughs> in Germany they've got the road layers, which are uh, well, there are road layers which are also oh, really—they're really—they're cool. massive and they're really slow as well. Mm. And they, 
they go at the same kind of pace. That would also be quite, you know, you're building, but are you about to destroy the road as well? Lots more people working on it, and it has to just continue, and it has to continue laying road on top of road as it goes. Mm. And you know how much trouble and problems roadworks cause. Mm. Anyway, and massive delays. Think of the hassle of this machine then actually has to go go through and out of the roadworks yeah. and imagine it's set on the m25 anyway speed three temporary traffic lights <laughs> oh speed three lorry driver on the m25 there you go <laughs> speed three heathrow intersection <laughs> <laughs> oh no i'm in the left-hand lane i forgot that... <laughs> there used to be a racing a racing game on the PC, which was just going around the M25. Mm. Sounds amazing. I can't remember what it was called. That's my life, mate. But it was literally just, you drove around the M25, so it was just one road. Mm. And then, like, you know, every now and then a sign would come up saying, <clears throat> Junction 15. Yeah. Don't leave, though. Junction 16. Keep yeah, it's like the Hotel California of roads. You can check out any time, but you can never leave. Yeah. Mm. Um, Very nice. Yeah. Jamie says, in regard to what we're talking about tonight, that's practically every movie he's ever seen. Uh, he also quit, thought he might be talking about Superman rather than Armageddon, but it was Armageddon. Uh, and his his movie like this is Golden Child. He goes, I loved it. Can't remember anything other than The Snake Lady, though. Actually, I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, me neither. I might have to watch it. But yeah. Mm. But yeah. You had me at Snake Lady. You had me at Noun and Gremlin. Noun and Gremlin. Um, uh, yeah. What about Spunky Dunky next? All right. Now, ooh, which one to do? Uh, could you, I could stick with the Jeff Daniels theme. Mm. Um, That's magic. I, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeff Daniels <laughs> and his wife. Uh, so this, is, this is this is uh, this is a early horror nineties. Can, uh, can I just horror. be really annoying and interrupt for a moment? Yeah. They were married, weren't they? Who? Paul Daniels yeah. and Debbie McGee? Yeah. Not yeah. Jeff Daniels and Debbie McGee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. No, Paul yeah, Daniels, Daniels and Jeff. Daniels. Yeah. They were yeah. married, weren't they? Yeah. They were. Yeah. yeah. Also, okay. Jeff Daniels, not Paul Daniels' brother. <laughs> no. Just, well, just, just, about the same, that. just the same name. I, I, I might look that one up. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's worth just changing Jeff Daniels' Wikipedia page for it. Mm. Um, <laughs> that, that probably happens once every 24 hours anyway. <laughs> um, you just have to make up a reference to make it stick, really. There, um, there is a way you can get it. Like, you need to just... You need to edit a Wikipedia page and then have a a news publication use your reference as a source in a news article before it gets taken off. And then you can put it back, citing that news article that cited your Wikipedia page, and that, that works. That will keep it on there. There are plenty of things that are on Wikipedia because of that. <laughs> um, so, Jeff Daniels, um, in this movie, is married to uh, a lady doctor, and they decide they want to move to a lovely country house. And so they move to a country house, and there's a funeral... And there's some horrendous creepy crawlies in there, and they they have quite a bad kind of spider infestation, and oh, yeah. some people die, and um, 
John Goodman comes in and it appears regularly and basically saves the day. Anaconda, isn't it? <laughs> Congo. <laughs> and uh, he has some good lines because he's John Goodman. So he gets all suited and booted and goes in. And I, th- I don't think he uses it. He kills the queen because it's always the queen at the end. It's a fuck off big spider. Uh, and I think he actually uses an axe. Just he splits uses, like, a flamethrower, doesn't mm. he? To do the brood, yeah. So he starts off with one. I think someone gets bitten in the shower. There's a like there's a rip off psycho scene where a woman's screaming in the shower as a spider. Oh, it's fucking stupid. Um, that that I think I don't think she actually gets bitten, but like she's in the shower and the spider like jumps onto her back, but she can't feel it because of the water. Mm. I don't think she actually gets bitten. The one that always gets me is uh, there's a guy playing football and you see the spider crawling through the ear hole of his helmet. Oh, that. He puts the helmet on you see him running out onto the field and then just sort of stop and keel over. God. And there's there's the toilet bit as well, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, where he's checking for one. He puts his hands around the bowl, doesn't he? Like he's checking for it and it just runs out of reach and he's like, nah, there's nothing there. It's fine, don't worry about it. Yeah, so they do the infestation. Mm. It's basically just a reoccurring visit from Rent-A-Kill, mm. just getting worse and worse. I mean, it's just a bad spider infestation of some tropical spider. I mean, it's meant to be like a Black Widow, but it's not. Well, everyone says it's a Black Widow. It gave Black Widow's a really bad name, but it's not actually a Black Widow. So. It doesn't look anything like a Black Widow. I mean, their name is um, Black Widow. They gave themselves bad names. Yeah. I mean, Almost. it's an awesome name. Yeah, I mean, Which cool. they gave themselves. I'm pretty sure yeah. someone else named them that. No, yeah, we spider- are the Black Widows. <laughs> you, you, you don't get, yeah, I suppose you don't get to pick your own nickname. Um, no, that's yeah. true. I mean, so, wonder I, what film that was. Arachnophobia's got some great bits in it. Mm. Yeah, Arachnophobia is... Barely, I barely remember this. Yeah, and you know what? I'm never fucking watching that film again. End, like, he thinks he's beaten the, the Queen Spider, mm. or whatever the fuck it is, and then it like runs full power. I mean, he like, shoots it with some sort of crossbow thing, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, and then she goes like, through something that's on fire, catches fire, and then like gets impaled on her own egg sac, and then burns the whole lot up. It's quite ridiculous. Sounds amazing. I, don't know. I, really I thought he killed. He, I thought he killed most of the brood, like down underneath, and then she comes out again. I thought I he finished her with an axe, but there's like there's two big boss spiders that he has to fight, aren't there? There's like the main male and then the main female that he has to fight. That's what annoyed me because the male there would not have been a main male. Males are really, usually really well. This fucking that it's another animal film that's going to piss me off. Yeah, I mean I, it's probably not real. Yeah, it's not real. Mm. Um, yeah, I just remember enjoying it. It was a it was a fun, goofy. I mean, it's just it's Goodman, isn't it? He's it's Daniels and Goodman out there. I was about to say, I'll watch pretty much anything with John Goodman in. He's fucking gonna... brilliant. I love John Goodman. So if there was a video of him naked in a jacuzzi doing the helicopter, would you watch that? <laughs> yeah. It would probably be hilarious. Yeah, and that'd be quite difficult to do in a jacuzzi. Yeah. No, but he stands It'd up be the propeller. He yeah, I was about to say, he's the, the reason that there are bubbles. You know, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> God, I mean that you've got to be you've got to have some real like hip muscles to get things moving that fast through water. Well, like, how do you, how do you think he bubbles? lost so much weight? Ah, yeah. is that how he did it? Yeah, it's amazing. He was on, he's on the um, the Joe Wicks helicopter in a jacuzzi plan. plan. Yeah, <laughs> Willie wind your way to. <laughs> <goodness>. <laughs> 
Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to work out for only take 20 minutes. Really targets <laughs> the hips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably watch that. But do you know what? I would. I we never really watched any. We didn't watch any John. Uh, John Wick. Uh, I'd, Joe I'd Wick. fucking do a John Wick workout program. <laughs> that would be fucking brilliant. Yeah, but I would probably watch John Goodman just because it would be hilarious. I, I think it would be a lot funnier than Joe Wick. Mm. Yeah, well, it would be. Yeah, because Joe Wick's right. very funny. That was a nice quick one mm. because there wasn't much to talk about. But it was another. Ja- I just thought it seamlessly linked because Jeff Daniels is. In quite a few movies, I think, that we might not remember fully. Hmm. Well, he's not in my choice. <laughs> so, I mean, you ruined it, Tom. I know, I've ruined it. We were, we were on such a run, weren't we? We were on such a run. Um, so, Duncan, unless uh, is there any more you want to tell us about arachnophobia? No, thank you, Tom. Thank you, uh, Tom, though. Arachnophobia is the fear of spiders, or, or arachnids, I guess, is sort of a more general thing. Uh, insect-like beings with eight legs beings don't, don't don't call arachnids insects and expect duncan not to, <laughs> to egg- sound yeah. off at you i'm sort so, of seeing what's happening i'm like i'm trying to make eye contact through the through so Zoom. so there is dan shared um and it's on twitter a video of a guy just experiencing homemade limoncello in a very unique way um and his head goes really red and my head goes really red sometimes if people use cool spiders, insects. They're not. Right. They're, they are arthropods, though. Oh, right. Arthropods. Arthropods. Cool. Every day is a school day for you, Tom. Every day indeed. Every mm. day indeed. Okay, so... Thorns are just wood mice <clears throat> that can swim. That That's true. That's actually pretty accurate. But wood lice can swim. There are swimming wood lice. All right, well, that's horrifying. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, all right. Cool. Right. So, film. Uh, film. I can remember what happens in the Matrix really well because that, <laughs> that that is classic. I can remember quite a bit of what happens in Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? It's a, it's a clear, concise action story. Yeah, <laughs> plot and memorable hooks. Absolutely. However, Matrix Revolution, I I really struggled when I sat down to try and put pen to paper as to what actually happened in this film. So I'll run you through the bullet points. <laughs> Just a quick question. Is that the third one? Yeah. yeah Rage Revolution is the third one. So, so there's like, you know, the first one classic, like really easy to kind of map your way through that film. The second one, not a classic, but still, still an okay film with some really good set pieces. You can kind of string the story along between those set pieces. If you remember which order they're in, but Matrix Revolution all I can remember are the following bullet points. So, bullet point one. Uh, Neo stuck in a train station. Not entirely sure how that dovetails oh, yeah. to the end of the last film when he's just unconscious in a train station when this film opens up. Then I seem to remember that there was there's there's some kind of chase. And I don't know whether it's Neo being chased or someone else being chased. And they go to a they go to a nightclub where everyone starts running on the ceiling and there's like a ceiling fight. And, and you know, it's like I, they're really beginning to scrape the barrel at this point. So they're like, we've had them on the floor. We've had them on motorbikes. Let's have them on the ceiling now. So there's a scrap on the ceiling. Then <laughs> Trinity and Morpheus get out of a train and find Neo and they <laughs> they put him on the train and then they go... 
I don't know how they get him out, <laughs> and then and then there's a big then there's, uh, this is the thing I can't I do then there's a big fight in in the human in the city, real world in the yeah in the real world in the human city with the people with the like the gun robots against which is really cool against the robots. And then Neo decides to. Well, I'm going to go fly to the machine world, so I'm going to take Trinity with me because I love her, obviously. Um, and then when they go off in the Nebuchadnezzar, I think it's the Neb- no, it's not the Nebuchadnezzar. They get given another ship, don't they? They get given the Logos or the little ship. Yeah, they, the they Nebuchadnezzar get, gets destroyed, doesn't it? It does. The Nebuchadnezzar gets destroyed, and they take the Logos, the little one, the little ship with um, uh, uh, Will Smith's partner, Jada, Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Is the captain because she's the main character in the game, wasn't she? she uh, yeah, her and mm. Ghost, I think his name was. Mm. I don't know that because I actually was one of the suckers that bought the Matrix game. Oh, that was all right. Um, yes, I'm well, sorry. Right. Um, and then Trinity dies when they mm. crash or something like that. But but before yeah. that, Human Agent Smith blinds Neo and then gets yeah. killed. Yeah, but Neo can see like in the real world now. Yeah. And then they crash in the human world. Then Trinity dies. Then he goes and fights Smith in the rain. Uh, and then Neo dies. And then the war ends. And then the film ends. And uh, yeah. And then the franchise ends. <laughs> and, and so and it I, goes I'm, on for several hours until the film just sort of ends. And that, that was the best I could do with it. I, I really I, tried. I really tried, but I couldn't remember how this film went. I it, it just the only, the only hmm. big bit that you're missing is when Colonel Sanders sits down with them for an hour or so and that's tells the them what's going on. Is that the second one? That's, yeah. the, that's, that's the second one. That's the architect yeah. who uses all the big words. You know, uh, you are the systemic. You know, you're the sub of a systemic anomaly. Yeah, and it just goes on and on. You know, fucking hell! Like that goes on for ages. That one. Concurrently, I have been unable to uh, detect the stem of this systemic anomaly of which you are the sixth version, the, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And the, oh, and at the very end, the Matrix is reloaded anyway, and the Matrix still exists, and the Oracle's still there, and the Architect's still there, and he says something like, mm-hmm. you played a dangerous game, and she's like, you know, the sun's shining now. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, the, the third one should have been called "The Matrix Reloaded." Anyway, yeah. <laughs> what the Matrix turned on what and off again <laughs> at the end of the of the Matrix? Like, so the war's over. Yeah, but the Matrix is still it's still. So is the deal that like people can stay in the Matrix if they want, or go and live in Zion if they want? It's, yeah. it's not. It's not really explained. Like, it, I mean, effectively, that's the kind of that's. I think the kind of bargain that's kind of yeah struck. So you've got the real world, except it's not real, or you've got post-apocalyptic underground bunker, yeah. drinking recycled urine for the rest of your life. Except I'll, the I'll parties this, are thanks. off the train. But yeah, they are off yeah. the hook, man. Yeah. They are so good. The DJs are bloody fantastic. Yeah. If you, like, I always think with that party scene. If you yeah. imagine that without an actual soundtrack in real life. It would just be one big cave with like two blokes on some drums, five hundred meters away up the other end. Can you? I can't really hear it. It's a bit, yeah, shit, isn't it? Should we go home? Well, let's just take some drugs. Be right. 
yeah, so I mean, I, I don't know. I, I watched it. I, I remember seeing it in the cinema, and then I watched it again about eight years ago. And uh, yeah, I, I was as I was as perplexed by what was going on <laughs> then as I am as I was tonight, trying to work out what happened in it. It's, it's genuinely pretty, baffling. It is baffling. I, so you, you think you've yeah. got a handle, and you're like, "Well, no, but so how come he could like control the machines in the real world mm-hmm. then?" Because yeah. there isn't really uh, an explanation for that. No, because he fights that. Because at the end of Revolution, no, Reloaded, Reloaded. He f- he's in a coma with the other guy hmm. who is in the coma, who wakes up and attacks, and Neo is blinded, but he can see him for some reason because he's got the Matrix inside him, and he therefore can see, yeah, the bad Agent Smith, which but, is really weird. How so weird? How he's the fucking the one who, who cares? But that so that will make sense in the Matrix because it's a computer program, so you can accept that you know someone can be breaking the code and doing things. But in the real world, suddenly he's all know. fucking magic because he's Jesus, Russ. I think it, it basically does come down yeah. to because he's Jesus. He it? says the, the, the architect says something to him in the second film along the lines of like you're you carry some sort of code from the source. They just call it the source. And I don't know whether they mean S O R C E or S A U C E. I was going to make that joke. Yeah. <laughs> you carry um, the code to the Heinz fifty-seven. The yeah. source. Yeah, yeah. You carry the code in your source. It's <laughs> like, oh, is that that what that is? Um, you know, and uh, yeah. So I think he he has. They they say it's some kind of. I mean, they they literally explain it away by saying you must have some kind of wireless connection to the machines, and then. We're not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Don't press us on the details. It's wireless, okay? It's Wi-Fi. Just Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was like 1999, 2000, 2000. It was when Wi-Fi was kind of magic. Mm. Yeah. So, so there's no like cables? Magic. Yeah. <laughs> magic. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's that's what I can remember of The Matrix Revolution. Badly remembered film. Well, badly remembered bad film. It I is a badly remembered any, bad film. Any conversation about The Matrix Revolution does come down to a bunch of people just going, no, but wasn't it? No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, and, and, and even ends. the people that go, well, no, actually, I think you'll find it makes sense, and then you start talking about it eventually, go, nah, it's bollocks, wasn't it? Yeah, That's pretty and there's someone's like, well, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you had read your philosophy, you would get a lot more out of it, and you can punch those people. That's legal. Mm. <laughs> oh, is that legal, is it? I didn't realise that. Yeah. Nice. Well, there we go. Right, should we start from the top again? Mm-hmm. Russ. Okay, which one should we do next? Uh, so this is a film that I'm just incredibly fond of. It's a sort of small-budget, small-scale, very rural British horror film. It really revels in sort of detail and texture and little hidden messages and and little nuggets that you can that you can look out for and rewatches. Expert tension building with sort of little subtle glimpses of the of the creature and the sort of the carnage that it wrecks on this on this village. Um, Loads and loads of expert references to loads of classic sort of horror type, loads of ha- like lots of Hammer movie references in this, um, and uh, yeah, it's one of the best of the relatively small genre of what's a brief amount of time on Wikipedia and Google before this. I would think is called 
leparinthropy as opposed to lycanthropy. That's almost certainly wrong. But as far as I can tell, that's what the word would be if people turned into rabbits at the full moon. Well, this is Wallace and Gromit. (laughs) (laughs) So, so good. I love this movie so much. Mm. Um, This and uh, Pirates in an Adventure with Scientists are just the... The, but you can pause those movies at any point and you'll spot three or four jokes in the background that you hadn't noticed before at any point mm. throughout the entire movie. They're I think so I went good. to this. Wasn't Where Rabbit in the cinema? I'm sure of actually. Yeah, it's the movie. We, yeah, it was in the cinema. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we went to long. see the Where Rabbit at the cinema. I remember because I was probably an embarrassment. Almost certainly. <laughs> but is that relevant to what film you're going to see? Or cinema? Um, generally, if it's something that I'm going to laugh at, then I'm an embarrassment. Yeah. So I, I love anything to do with Wallace and Gromit, but this mm-hmm. was, I mean, I think this is my favourite Wallace and Gromit thing, apart from The Wrong Trousers, which is clearly the best one. Just for that moment where the, the penguin pulls the rubber glove off its head and Wallace goes, oh, it's you! <laughs> Funniest thing that's ever happened, anyway. Um, yeah, Curse the Webrite is fucking hilarious. Mm. The rabbits are incredibly cute, yeah, and have excellent comic timing, um, especially when pretending to be Ray Fine's wig. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's brilliant. I also love how whenever they're whenever they see another rabbit, they sort of smile and and wave. <laughs> they just start waving at each other. <laughs> they're just so happy to see each other. All the time. Yeah. And so when they're circling that, you know, they're sort of inside the big bunny back, and they just sort of like see someone outside. They <laughs> just love, love that, like <laughs> because that one, that one that the, he shoots at that one, and it thinks it's like rushing towards heaven, and then it pops up into the light. Yeah, these other bunnies. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I mean, it's uh, like you say, it's it is also brilliantly built up. I, I love the um, I love the pursuit through the tunnel. Um, you know, the, the, oh, with, the what, with Gromit. The yeah. yeah, it's bloody marvelous. That absolutely brilliant. It's so good, and the plane, the the bit with the the plane at the oh, end, the dog is, fight with yeah, the, yeah, the two carnival planes. Yeah, that's quite similar to the. There's a bit in. Um, close shave where they have that's right they don't really have a dogfight as such do they but gromit is in a little plane it's the sidecar yeah. of the motorbike and then the, press the button and wings pop out <laughs> the big the big like terminator dog grabs hold of the propellers and it just it stops for a moment and then <laughs> and then you see gromit fly up out the... <laughs> yeah Oh God! Oh yeah, I love those so much. I keep trying to force my son to watch them, and he's not that interested yet. Yeah, see, I Vinny, I, I think it was at five, five years old. He suddenly was was keen, but every time I said, "Shall we watch Wallace and Gromit?" he would literally roll his eyes and just be like, yeah. "All right, Daddy loves Wallace and Gromit." But he was because like I'd keep pausing. Go now, right? The reason this is funny is because of this, and <laughs> nothing would destroy anyone's appreciation of something quicker. <laughs> Oh God, so good. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I sorry. I mean, I've tried watching uh, Timmy Time with Philan. Yeah, it's not the same, is it? No, but it's trying to encourage. It's like the early first steps. I know, I know, I know. I still haven't seen the fucking second Shaun the Sheep movie because my son refuses to watch it. I'm going to have to watch it on my own. <laughs> yeah, you are. 
It's meant to be really funny. I really, I really want to see it. I've heard it's good. But uh, yeah, you won't let me watch it. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> right, who's next? Uh, me again, isn't it? So it's, uh, so it's nearly, I know we started a little bit late, but it's nearly nine. So why don't we do, why don't we have these this last round and then we can always save the other ones for a second part. Uh, Go yeah, possibly. It. Yeah. Um, okay. Dan. So uh, there's this cop, right? He's, th- once again, I don't remember this film. I want to stress that, okay? This is a film that I remember loving, but, but I don't really remember what happens in it. So there's this cop. He's from Detroit, yeah? Stumbles upon a drug cartel, I think, um, uh, which means he's got to go deep, deep undercover uh, and go Not to LA. Just undercover, but like deep, deep, deep undercover. undercover. Yeah, I remember Double that. Bit. Deep. Yeah, um, Captain, and- how deep are we talking here? Deep or deep, deep? <laughs> he's got to go deep, deep under. There's a big thing in the film. That's the one thing I remember. Um, he's got to go to LA to infiltrate them. Um, uh, he requisitions loads of stuff, like a suit and a car all sorts really um judge reinholtz in it uh he doesn't seem to have many friends and he's like super sensible in it uh but falls for axel uh axel's wits and charm and they become i've just given away the game guy's name (laughs) and they become really good friends um then some stuff happens oh anyway there's a bit where uh he's got to pretend to know about art and meets a French gallery owner called Serge. I don't know whether that actually happens or I made that up. Um, who helps him find this big house where the bad guys live. Uh, they suss out that he's a cop and then start to go after him so he has to infiltrate the house and take them down, which he does, busting the the uh, drug ring in the process. He decides he's going to go stay with Judge Reinhold in, in Beverly Hills and there's then there's the music. That's what I remember about Beverly Hills Cop. I preferred Beverly Hills Cop too. I remember thinking it was fucking brilliant. The heat is on. Was that the second one? He's not. I thought he was an LAPD detective to start with. No, I think he's from Detroit and then he has to go to LA. And I remember, I don't remember, I'm yeah. fucking rush hour. And I, I remember the $2,000 for a, a suit, $6,000 for a Ferrari. And he goes, well, I just thought, don't think, Axel, it makes my dick itch. That's <laughs> the only thing I really remember about, the, the only line I remember. That and the deep, deep undercover bit. Got to go deep, deep undercover. Double, double deep. Yeah, I can't remember anything else about that film, though. But yeah, I, I can, know... I but I've definitely if someone, seen that movie. If someone goes, times, is this, I can tell you what she actually does in it. Yeah, if someone holds it up and goes, is this any good? I'll go, yeah, it's brilliant. It's an amazing film. What happens in it? Oh, uh... <laughs> Judge Reinhold. <laughs> yeah, or Reinhardt. Judge, whatever. Judge Reinhold happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Judge Reinhold. <laughs> <laughs> Reinhardt's a character in Overwatch. <laughs> ah. Yeah, it's Judge Reinhold, isn't it? Yeah. So that's a happily remembered it. game for me. Yeah. <laughs> I've played it a few times, but don't remember really much about it. Um, so yeah, that's uh, Beverly Hills Cop, as far as I'm concerned. I, it's Tremendous. made me want to watch Beverly Hills Cop again, because I know this film is good, but I don't remember what happens in it. Weirdly, you do actually need... I You do need Beverly Hills Cop, because you watch Beverly Hills Cop 2, hmm. 
and there are bits references actually to the first film because otherwise it sort of why they know each other doesn't hundred percent make sense. Otherwise, they're two just separate films. I like if, if there, if there weren't references to the first one, it'd probably just be Beverly Hills Cop and Argo. Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> yeah. I like that there's it's a character to, called... to make a completely separate movie hmm. and then just insist that it is the sequel to an existing one. It must have happened. No, but like, don't even make any effort to link them together. So you've got like Predator and then maybe something like... Um, the Shape of Water, and just call it Predator <laughs> 2. If it works, isn't it? I suppose, yeah. Isn't that what they did with the Terminator films? <laughs> hey! Yeah. No, they just gave I, up. I don't get... Uh, yeah, I, I'm just curious as to why one of the characters is called Judge Reinhold. That's, no, that's the actor's name. Judge what? Judge Reinhold? Yeah, his first name is Reinhold. Judge. Reinhold. It's Reinhold. Reinhold. Yeah, I think, or H-O-L-D. He's not called Rhyme Hole. He's not. Why? What? No, I didn't say Rhyme Hole. What's a Rhyme Hole? It's a Rhine Hole. It is. It is. Rhine Hole. It is that. It's that. Judge. Okay. Rhine. Did he hang up on me? He just hung up on me. Yeah, it's Judge Rhine. He just hung up on me. Judge Judge Reinhold. Hold. Yeah. Yeah. He's in Arrested Development. He is. Playing himself. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. J- Jamie got excited saying Golden Child is also an Eddie Murphy movie. So apparently, Eddie Murphy movies, we don't really remember them. I remember Golden Child coming up a lot in. Well, they put Eddie Murphy movies before the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, when he started playing every character. Ugh. <laughs> My favourite story is the fact that he basically played himself out of an Oscar, like from uh, Dreamgirls, by doing Norbert. Or whatever, whichever one it fucking was, the clumps or whatever, <laughs> like any of those shit films where he wears a fat suit and he's massively offensive. But yeah, has anyone seen Coming to America too? No. Anyone have any desire to see it? It looks pretty awful. I love the really. first. The first one's great. But oh yeah, yeah, first one's amazing. But um, I don't know. It's, it's got reasonable reviews, didn't it? I thought, but it's sort but, of hovering in the two, three star. Oh, the the one bracket. about the metal drummers now on Amazon Prime though, and that seems more tempting. Come up, it's called the Ahmed one. Yeah, yeah, that looks really good. He's he's got an Oscar nomination. Sound of Metal, isn't it? It's called yeah. Sound of Metal. Yeah, yeah. That's on Amazon Prime, so I might watch that instead. It's on Amazon Prime already. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it's quite tempting. Mm. Mainly because he's though. been popping up on Six Music all the time, talking to like every single. He's he's been on like every single Six Music mm. show over the last week. Talking about this movie makes sense, doesn't it? Maybe he definitely want to watch it. Mm. He also seems like he just he's one of those annoyingly like really multi-talented people who's actually quite likable. Mm-hmm. And Disney, if you ever wanted to make the Bodhi film, I'm in as well. <laughs> I, t- I can't. I don't think there's what would be the hook for that. He should have had a bigger part in um, in Rogue One. That's one I of mean, my be- that's yes. one of my few complaints about Rogue One is that that he he gets. He gets screwed over in that film because he's one of the. He's such an amazing character. Yeah, the whole mm. the the whole bit with the weird mind octopus. Yeah, that shouldn't have been in it. Because no, it doesn't all. do anything or go anywhere. Yeah, or serve really any purpose. And also, he's he's pretty uh, nervous and weird before 
the mind octopus thing happens anyway. Yeah. So just yeah, and just, just roll with and it. then like yeah. he's okay again half an hour later. Yeah. It, it it and this whole like oh yeah you can but you'll probably go insane but he doesn't. Yeah, we can't even if he does. It's no more insane than he was previously. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that film's shit, really, isn't it? I'm joking. I love <laughs> Rogue One's one of my is my favourite Star Wars film. So yes. Oh, <clears> I started <throat> watching. That's what I whilst we were setting up mm. uh, the new TV, uh, putting Disney Plus on. I noticed that there was the entire. You now can get the classics. There is the Caravan of Courage. Mm-hmm. Available. Yeah, but I didn't it's start watching with that. It's not yeah, well, I didn't, and Ewoks is on there, and I was like, I might start watching that. I didn't. I started watching Rebels because of your recommendation. Nice. Well, yeah, Rebels is good. Rebels. Is I good. agree. And the um, agree. the first Clone Wars animated series is on there as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, masterpiece. Yeah, the, uh, the the really old one. So it's 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 listed under like Star Wars Vintage, which mm. yeah. makes you feel old. Um. It's because that was originally released as a fucking web series. I don't think anything that was, was. created as a web series could be invented. <clears throat> I think That's it the can, 2D Russ. one, isn't it, as they called yeah. it? But, yeah. like, <clears throat> before... like I think the best I'd ever seen... I, mean, I, had, a, I had a DVD of them, hmm. but it wasn't great quality because they weren't created at, like... I remember we watched them on my TV. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I had those on DVD as well. Oh, yeah, like you say, they, they were... brilliant, those. Brilliant. Yeah, they're very good. So the, good. They make General Grievous... Terrifying. Yeah, all of yeah, a sudden that's, that's where he was introduced. Scary. That was yeah. the first time he was shown was in that animated series, and it's brilliant. And there's the bit where Mace Windu just beats up an entire army of battle droids without his lightsaber. Uh, who, come on. who is it, by the way, who crushes General Grievous's chest? Is it Windu? Mace Windu's Windu. Yeah, yeah. it's Windu, yeah. Mm. He just, and it's like... And that's why he has the cough in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Jamie says Rogue One was a little underwhelming. I have no idea what film you watched, but it definitely wasn't Rogue One. Can you, like, kick someone off? <laughs> I mean, you're just wrong. Yeah. Like, it's Poor people who's saying... There was that Twitter thing where it was like, which film would you keep or whatever? Yeah. I was like, well, one, Rogue it was, One is... It was, the- yeah, one of the new ones, Solo, Rogue One, and, um, like, uh, Revenge of the Sith or something, wasn't it? It's like you keep Rogue One. Yeah, and uh, Rise of Skywalker, and you're like, nope. And then there's people saying Rogue One was shit. I'm like, no, you are wrong. Hmm. You're the kind of person that votes for Brexit. (laughs) (laughs) I can get why some people wouldn't like Rogue. I mean, it's essentially a war movie. Mm. And some people just don't like them. It's not bad. I just think anyone who has even a passing interest or passion for Star Wars... To be like, I don't like this film, then you are missing the the point of it. It's really <laughs> people good. are allowed not to like films, Tom. I am just joking with this. <laughs> I, but yeah, but <clears throat> I mean that. I mean, even, <laughs> even the last like four minutes or so, when Darth Vader's just cutting a bloody swathe through that rebel blockade runner. Um, I mean, that alone makes it head and shoulders above anything Michael Bay has ever made. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the one moment where he, he force lifts the guy, slams him into the ceiling, and then does the backhanded just... I keep whacking this. I need to stop doing <laughs> Backhanded slash with the lightsaber. and At the same time as pulling all the weapons out of the hands of everyone in front of him. 
just slicing his way through them. And then there's that moment where it just, the lightsaber just slices through the door <laughs> and then it opens and the, yeah, the body through, falls through to the floor. Through a dude as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's just genius. Mm. It's, it's brilliant. It, it did for Darth Vader what, what did we say? What was that say? What was it you said last time we were talking about this, Dan? You said it, something did something for someone as Rogue, as Rogue One did for Darth Vader. Oh, uh, well, obviously Luke Skywalker in... Um... Yes, Mandalorian. Mandalorian, yeah. Yeah. Which, Uh, by the way, is brilliant. If you watch that, if you watch Luke's advance through the Dark Troopers, mm -hmm. he switches almost seamlessly from attack and defence. Like, in any moment, he's, you know, he's immediately covering himself with something and attacking something else. It's it's amazingly well choreographed. Um, We've got more comments on this than we have anything else we've been talking about in this pod so far. Ah, we know Uh, how to please our people. Bring it on. Hmm. Okay, so uh, Jamie says... Jack says that he didn't think that um, the uh, uh, Rebel, it was not Rebels, uh, blah, 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 Clone Wars was a web series. It was on CW apparently, or Cartoon Network. Sorry, I thought it was a web I, series. I, I first know. saw it as like a mm. there was a there was some Star Wars website where they they showed them in uh, like a, you know you had to sort of click load, and then forty five mm. minutes later it would have loaded up in a little tiny flash player. Uh, Bass says Rogue One is the only Star Wars film movie that Disney has made and I just want to give a shout out to Bass because he's been very helpful with the Gridiron Gentleman mock draft today so thank you Bass for starters he's been a massive help for us um, and Jamie says that the Darth Vader scene was awesome so yeah right we've got go. one more two more movies right uh, yeah I think so that'll probably probably round it off quite yeah, nicely I think donkey so. donkey well, I was tempted to do uh, Attack of the Clones, but it turns out I really can't remember any of it. Really? <laughs> like, I'm not going to do it, because we've just spent ages wanging on about Star Wars, so and I can't we be just asked. just up talking about the same things anyway. Yeah, and I just want to talk about a film that I really enjoyed. Um, and it's a 1970s martial arts um, film, and, like, it starts... It's it's a revenge film, plus it's uh, it's a revenge film for someone's sister who actually commits suicide because she's been chased, and she commits suicide um, because she doesn't want to. Well, obviously, but she just doesn't. She was going to get raped, basically, and you can tell that she was going to get beaten and raped by these agents of a, a, a gang, and. On top of that, the guy, the protagonist, uh, runs a is working in a Shaolin temple and is training, and he has the best line of "Don't think, feel." And I can't not do a really bad accent. I'm I mean, really sorry. No, I can't because it is just integral to, and also saying "be be like water." Um, it's just amazing um, as he's teaching these students. And uh, this FBI, CIA, some special, I think it's meant to be CIA, but it's not quite CIA, says, can you go and uh, we think the villain, I think it's called Han or something like that. And he has a, handily, he has an island. So this gang is meant to be running, open. well, it's a drug front, a, a drug den of an island, <clears throat> but handily, um 
it's fronted by a really brutal martial arts school not a good martial arts school like this one but a brutal one where students are beaten and often killed and uh so he goes off uh, to fight in this deadly tournament and he is accompanied by two uh, americans who are viet i think because it's 73 i think this film it's a 70s film and so i think they're vietnam war vets and uh yeah they they are guests of honor and uh it's just a lot of cool martial arts. It's a lot of cool fights. And uh, so they watch some of the training and there's a really big beefy guy who it, you can tell is meant to be one of the big bads. It's like there is the boss who doesn't look much, but is actually got like, you see eventually he ki- he kills one of the other guest fighters because he thinks he uh, has been snooping around when really he hasn't. He's just been, uh, chilling out he was just outside caught in the wrong moment but he's killed by this really lethal claw and it does turn out that this is actually a drug den and the main protagonist sort of sneaks around takes out a couple of guards gets some photos um meets a contact who's she's somehow got onto the island as well and uh so can, can i can i yeah. stop you duncan yeah. So, the, the, so the two the two things we said for this were either badly describe a film or a film that you barely remember. You're just very well describing in intricate detail a film you like. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it's more. It's like it's really no, I'm not. It's not in intricate. It's like bits. I'm totally getting in the wrong order. Um, it's well, it's Enter the Dragon. Yes. Um. I just really remember the fights. I thought <laughs> it's just really funny. And like it's a really it's a really cool film, but then you just put it down going it's really ridiculous. It's like two different schools of martial arts and it's it's the whole you can tell the whole premise originally was a revenge arc, mm. but then they sort of sneak in oh no, but he's actually a secret agent as well. But that bit is done pretty poorly and Mm. As, as, I, as I remember, he fights Bob Wall in both of them, yeah. but only fights Chuck Norris in Way of the Dragon. Is that right? Yeah, Texas yeah, Ranger. I think so, yeah. Which which is the one that ends with the, in the the sort of the Hall of Mirrors? Uh, Enter the Dragon. So I think I've, I've only seen that film once, and I think it was at about three o'clock in the morning, and I've got very hazy memories of it. Well, I'm pretty sure the only times I've ever watched it is either I was stoned or I was drunk. And it's always late at night. And it's usually actually after we've come back in from probably from the pub. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just remember the claw and, like... Mm. Yeah, like the Wolverine claw thing that he's got. Yeah. That is cool. And he gets those awesome, like, the, the scratch, the, 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 sort of the cuts across him. Yeah. I just uh, I just remember the conversation that Gareth and Simon, the IT guy, have about um, uh, uh, Bruce Lee in uh, in the office. <laughs> the IT guy's Garth Marenghi, isn't he? You know he's not yeah. really dead, don't you? His you name's know, not actually. His Matt, Matt Holness, obviously. Garth Marenghi's yeah. a made-up character. Yeah. Bruce Lee went uh, undercover uh, with native. the Hong Kong police yeah. to fight the triads. <laughs> you know, that's that's true. I read it in a book. 
<laughs> I, I keep threatening to watch Garth Marenghi again. I might have to do it's it. It's so I watched it again yeah. quite recently. It's fucking brilliant. It is great. It's, it, it, does anyone else love that moment where he looks around the corner when all the, when when Liz is yeah. making everything you know telekinetic, and he goes, "It's a cordless iron," and then the iron. <laughs> floats past them and it clearly has a cord and a plug <laughs> <laughs> just like as it floats past <laughs> so uh, it just makes me snort laugh it's so like so weird <laughs> i love that uh, they, they the... put so much effort into making it crap yeah but the goddamn son of a bitch they, they, there's like they microphones move around so like the people's voices sound different from scene to scene and <laughs> like you'll hear them knocking the microphone on their clothes and things like that it's calm down missy i said the chicken would be ready in a minute <laughs> just smashes the tray out of her hand <laughs> and someone helps to pick it up and she goes no he's quite right i was making an awful fuss <laughs> <laughs> Hello. One, and You're one track woman yes i think that's not a problem <laughs> one track lover is a genuinely Awful. brilliant fucking song as well mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Skip anyway skip enter the, the dragon eye. is a fucking great film yeah, yeah. i completely agree skip uh, the eye child it's just such a weird thing like i just don't get the secret agent bit it wasn't you could have just done the, the revenge arc it would have just worked. I just I mean, so if if you'd asked me to describe the plot of that movie at all, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known where to begin. I know I've seen it and enjoyed it, but I I've got literally nothing in terms of I, actual plot. I would imagine the secret agent part was put in there so it would appeal to like a, a Western audience. Yeah, I do have it. Inter- okay, shout, so I it? did. I did actually look this up a wee bit because I wanted just to double check. So, oh <laughs> <laughs> so badly remembered film. Well, you remembered really, really well, I was... and you looked it up. <laughs> well, there was something I just wanted to. Uh, uh, the, the, I knew that, that there was a fact about it. Funny enough, there's a fact um, that I wanted just to double check. Um, and that is that Jim Kelly, who plays Williams, Ace Ventura, what? Um, nice. Uh, he was found at a martial arts studio in Los Angeles, and he was the international uh, middleweight karate champion. And so he was just found. Uh, yeah, that, that's it. It was a cool little thing that he wasn't actually even an actor. It was just because he was an uh, expert in uh, in karate. He's the one that gets. Mm. Um, sort of loses it's just weird it's like I just remember the the big beefy guy who died recently I think as well Mm. or a couple of years ago um, who is mega hard meant to be mega hard but sort of loses to the American Uh, and uh, it's just people training on all terraces in this kind of ruined kind of thing it was Really weird. Really dark. Mm. Really good. Nice. Sorry. That's all good. Um, Tom, you on? Yeah, so I, I was going to do... I was going to do Big Trouble in Little Chinatown, badly mm. remembered, because while I do say it's one of my favourite films, because I, I genuinely remember watching it and thinking it was brilliant, mm. all I can remember that there was some trouble. Uh, that it, was, <laughs> that it, was big, it was big trouble... It was in Little Chinatown. Kurt Russell solved it. 
and then there was no trouble in little Chinatown. Um, but I, I, I figure this one, okay, so it's not a proper Bond film. It's not actually a proper Bond film. It's not made by... Uh, it's actually it's a it's a sort of a, almost a, I say fictional Bond film. They're all <laughs> fictional. Um, it's like it's not a real Bond film, but it has got Sean Connery in it. Um, and I like to think of myself as a bit of a, a bit of a Bond fan and stuff mm. like that. But I'm not. I, I, I never say never again is one of those films that I I know has James Bond in it and it has Sean Connery, my favourite of the Bonds, in it. Um, but. I really don't know what was going on with it. I know it starts with some kind of simulation and Bond is like doing training or something in some kind of virtual reality world or something like that. And they do the whole bait and switch of like, oh my God, Bond's dead in like the first 10 minutes. And then he wakes up and it's like, I think it's like a computer simulation or something. He's jerking off in a holodeck, yeah. It's just, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, the things I would do with a holodeck. Anyway, no, sorry, we can't, go, can't just put down that rabbit hole. Um, then I don't know what happens or why they end up in North Africa, I think Libya or somewhere like that, or in Tobruk or I can't remember. And he wears a fez and he meets Rowan Atkinson. Yes. Really? And yeah. yeah. Rowan Atkinson is in Never Say Never Again. And I know because they then they do a mission like they do in a Bond film. I can't remember why or what or, or who the bad guy is. I, I know he, he defeats the bad guy, he gets the girl, barely survives it, and then at the end of it, he pushes Rowan Atkinson into a pool. <laughs> and that's how it that's how it ends, with him clutching a, with Rowan Atkinson clutching a suitcase in the pool. And um, that's the end of a Bond film. And it, it links directly to the opening credits of Mr. Bean. Is that right? Yeah, where he just like falls from the sky and Mr. Bean and then like yeah. So he falls into the pool yeah. and then into the plug hole yeah. and then Yeah, yeah. He's, he's on the ground discombobulated Amazing. as mr bean yeah Amazing. i know i never i've never even put two and two together mr bean's an alien mr bean is an alien i don't, how did i not even put two and two together with that the, yeah the latin singing at the beginning of mr bean yeah. episodes actually if uh, in wikipedia it's translated to something yeah. like he's the he's the man he's the bean of a man he's the he's a man being mm. you know like completely you know, not from here, or I don't know. It's it's kind of strange, but you can find the translation of the Latin. I I did not know Mr. Bean was an alien. No, I didn't uh, put two and two together. It's yeah. officially established, but the the opening credits do seem to sort of suggest imply it. that he's definitely an alien. Yeah, because the, the okay. beam of light comes down, doesn't it? Never here we so, go. Yeah. Never again was going to be a sequel. Either Thunderball it was going to be either Thunderball redone or a sequel sequel to Thunderball, mm. and it's because Connery wasn't pleased with it. So, the, so the, the lyrics are "Eke homo ki est faba," hmm. and in that "Eke homo look, ki look at this man, faba. he is a bean." Be, yeah, so basically, <laughs> behold, so behold the man who is a bean, and and then at the end they sing uh, "Farewell, the man who is a bean." <laughs> that's a, that's amazing, uh, and uh, yeah, but in Latin, uh, and they just repeat the the phrase over and over again. Why is that so amusing? I love it. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. And it's actually in the animated series. Yeah. It turns out that he it actually categorically proves and categorically shows his race of identical looking Mr. Beans. The only thing that's different about them all mm. is I think which side the mole on his cheek is or the teddy bear they have. So the teddy bear is like his is their link to each other. 
like they literally a flying saucer lands it opens up and loads of mr beans holding different colored teddies comes out and who wrote the mr bean theme tune uh, was it Rowan Atkinson? It was Howard Goodall. It was Howard Goodall. Award-winning <laughs> Howard Goodall. Wow. Yeah. Winner so of the guys, in my head, I just keep hearing the uh, the Vicar of Dibley music. It's, yeah, same. Yeah. Just, basically, it's it's not uncultured really swines that we are. Just all choral music sounds the same to you and me, Russ. Oh, it's not even choral music, isn't it? The mm. Vicar of Dibley is "The Lord Is My Shepherd" sung yeah. by a choir. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's still choral music, though. But yeah, but oh, it's not like it's so not beautiful, like Latin though, kind of. Yeah, no. Gregorian chant. I take it you yeah. think it just sounds the same as the Halo uh, original Halo soundtrack. Yeah, yes. same thing, isn't it? Yeah. And the thing is, I'm I'm one of those people who can't tell the difference between different shades of yellow. So, you know. I also keep seeing the bit in Always Sunny where they have the the ceremony with the Gregorian chant music and then the beat drops and they start dancing. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of comments. Uh, Jack reckons you hit on pretty much every plot point in, uh, in enter the dragon there, Duncan. Yeah, I I don't feel I need to go and see it now. No. um, And also Jackie Chan was in it. Um, And Paul Edge asked if we're describing hot shots part de instead of um, (laughs) never say (laughs) never never again. again. It's very similar. Now that is amazing. Yeah. I that that is one of those films that I do remember almost word for word. There are there are moments in that film that I will never ever forget when he finds Rowan Atkinson mm. in that prison cell and, and he goes, Come on, we're we're getting we're getting out of here. He just goes, I can't walk. And they go he goes, Why? They've tied my shoelaces together. And he looks down and just goes, Those bastards are not <laughs> He just kind of looks out the window, stiff up a lip, <laughs> carries him around. Goes, I need a drink of water. Lower, lower. Oh, oh, this isn't very really cold. cold is it? This is filtered. <laughs> hot shots part de better than hot shots as well. Oh, yes, much better. Really? Than hot shots. Yeah. Like although, they're both good, but yeah. Although for a Top Gun spoof, there is nothing better than hearing all the radio chatter. Yeah. You know, uh, like. Um, you know, you're coming into land, coming into land, approaching from 12 o'clock. Ah, oh, roger that, puppers, fluff and others. Yeah, roger that, milly, chilly. Roger that, milly, willy, chilly, vanilly. <laughs> and the, and the, I've lost the wing. I've lost the other wing. And the tailplane. You're looking great. Into land. Boom. <laughs> Slam. My, I have to admit, one of my favourite bits of Hot Shots Part Deux is yeah. going, uh, suddenly we saw a patrol boat, and then it happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's the big fart. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love um, the bit where he's firing the arrows as well. And the guy keeps ducking. They're on the boat and you can hear him monologuing. Yeah. And then you hear somebody else's monologue. Yeah. And, and it's, it's my, his dad it's on the other boat. And they both yeah. stand up and go, I love, I love you in Wall Street. Street. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Charlie Sheen's doing the platoon monologue and uh, yeah. Martin Sheen's doing the apocalypse yeah. now. Oh, yeah, I couldn't believe they wanted this guy dead. I loved you in Wall Street. <laughs> Paul, Paul Edge says, "Papa Zulu pickle blowfish." Or the or in Potter's part two, it's the Obano. It's a Sam Carsack paddywhack. Paddywhack, give it up a bolster. Ah, of course. <laughs> or finally, just one thing: when when the um, when in Hot Shots the original when the um, when they're like, I think their commanding officer walks in. He just walks in and he goes now. When I look out across all you fine young men, I think to myself, what I wouldn't give to be 20 years younger and a woman. 
Oh god, it's so good. It's, the, it's also the fight scene at the beginning of where he's oh, yeah. dipping in, and then he's oh, dipping yeah. in sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. It's, it's the noises as well because they've obviously overdubbed Charlie Sheen just going, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just over the top of it. It's so good. Oh god! I'll go to watch Hot Shots. I agree. Uh, Bass says, "Damn, need to watch Hot Shots again." That's yeah, so me too. Which will so probably so lead good. to watching Part Airplane again as well, for that matter as well. So, Part Airplane, is the, yeah. the second one is the Rambo piss yeah. take, isn't it? That's yeah. right. War. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Topper. You yeah. taught me to kill, kill again. again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look, I've I've hurt myself as well as a little girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's so wrong, but. <laughs> And it's, it's it's just where it goes. The most kills in any movie ever. <laughs> just end up throwing bullets, grabbing The bullets are up to his his uh, his nipples, basically. Yeah. And like when, when it shows him in slow motion, just. <laughs> oh man, that was like Charlie Sheen at the peak of of just the comedy silliness that he was so good at. <laughs> you win after the bull crushing in that fight, and he's the, the nuts come out. He's <laughs> eating that massive subway sandwich with yeah. the pig snout hanging out the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's also the t- Terminator, like the T one thousand, and sort of Saddam Hussein <laughs> reblend oh, yeah. melt. It sort of freezes <laughs> him with a egg with his fire dog. extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god, I might have to watch that again. Might just have to watch all spoofs again because now I want to watch Spaceballs again as well. Spaceballs is good, mm. very clever. Yeah, mm. go to ludicrous speed. Not ludicrous. <laughs> What's this? Raspberry jam. I only know one person who uses raspberry jam. Lone, Lone Star. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and on that note, I think we can probably draw today's episode of Badly Remembered Films uh, to a close. Thank you very much for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, we're going to give you a wave because that's what you're here for. You're here for a wave. Wave, everyone. Wave. Wave. That's why they're here. And if you're listening to us, of course, then we will send you an audible wave. If you could hear that. There you go. That's your wave. wave. I just waved in front of the microphone. Hopefully you heard it. If you want to interact with us or you want to share with us any of your badly remembered films or anything else that we've spoken about, even if you want to just, you know, slag off, you know, the Rise of Skywalker again, that's absolutely fine. Do so on our Instagram, Facebook or Twitter channels uh, using the handle at TMTOH. Don't forget that in the Instagram bio, you'll also find a link to our Discord server, which, of course, is full of conversation from everything from PC hardware, games, tech, f- films, <laughs> and loads of other stuff. Uh, then uh, not porn. Um, uh, uh, there's neat porn in it. It's <laughs> 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 uh, so, totally clean. Um, you know, it's, um, yeah, really do come along and, and join the conversation. And with mm. that, Ooh. I will say, oh, sorry, there, there, it looks like there's a little bit of admin. Yeah, Just don't here. forget uh, Marvelling Marvel, mine, Terry, Steve's uh, podcast where we're working our way fal- through Falcon and Wind Soldier, which includes the epic last episode. That 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 uh, episode of the podcast will be going up tonight after this pod, uh, so tomorrow morning. And 
World Cup of Super World Cup of Villains will start officially on the social medias tomorrow. So look out for that. We've got some yeah. stuff going up there. Exciting times. If you're listening, of course, then it has probably already started because we tend to put up the audio. Yeah, Hans Gruber's already won at this point by the time yeah. I've ended this <laughs> exactly. point. Probably, yeah. Simon Gruber, his brother, didn't win no. so much. No. Uh, you know, he's a soldier, not a monster. Uh, I didn't so say Simon uh, Says, yeah. yeah. Simon Says, yeah. So, yes. I, as I was going to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. Uh, mm. And on that note, I'm going to say goodbye to Duncan. Goodbye. I'll say goodbye to Dan. Party people. Party people. <laughs> yeah. Nice one, brother. Uh, goodbye to Russ. Later. It's goodbye from me, Tom. I didn't introduce myself at the beginning, so you've probably been wondering who I am. But I'm Tom. Goodbye. And on that note, let's cue the music. <laughs> <laughs>